along with us on a journey into the unknown, the unexplained, and the unbelievable. We will test your senses and challenge your beliefs. A world where science and religion clash. Or do they? You will meet real people and hear real stories, but you will not believe. You will witness strange sights and hear strange sounds, but you will not believe. This is the New England Ghost Project. Welcome to the Nightmare. Good evening, everyone, and welcome to the second half of Ghost Chronicles Radio's two-hour special. I am Ron Kolick, your host, and this is Next Generation with my co-host, the blonde bombshell herself, Ann Kerrigan. Well, good evening, everybody. How's everybody doing? Hope that you're doing well. That's good. Outstanding. Yeah, it's, anyway. uh, it's uh, getting a little better out there. Things looking up. Yep. Anyway, so we have a, a good show tonight. We have a guest that uh, you've met before, Rand, actually, uh, uh, when, when we did Ocean State Paracon. I was just going to say that. I remember yeah. going over and looking at the Ouija boards and, and all mm-hmm. his cool, cool stuff he had. Right. And he is none other than Danny Radical. Danny, you're there. Yeah, I'm here. How's it going? Well, thanks I, for joining us today. Thank you for having me. <laughs> I, I clearly remember because um, you had an awesome uh, booth at oh. at the Paracon. I was I was like, ooh, Ouija boards. Do, 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 do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a lot of fun. So, I mean, how'd you get involved? I mean, you do a lot of stuff. First of all, you're a photographer. You you uh, do the custom Ouija boards. You have the the weird museum. You have uh, uh, radical red devil uh, sauce sauces. <laughs> yeah, that's how, cool. How the what the how'd you get involved in all this, my friend? Oh, geez, that's a good question. Uh, I think it was just a matter of. Um... Just having the time as well as the, uh, the need to. I mean, you know, there are Ouija boards out there, but nothing that I really wanted. So it's like, okay, can I make my own? So I started doing that. And the thing is now, I don't have time for <laughs> anything but that kind of stuff. Crazy. Mm. Wow. You're busy in all this, uh, this pandemic? Uh, yeah, actually, I'm, I'm getting ready now for the... Uh, for the fall season, that tends to be when I sell the most uh, mm-hmm. Ouija boards, produce the most, and especially now since uh, over the last two weeks, I have uh, partnered up with a local casket company. So now all the Ouija boards are actually made out of casket wood. Awesome. <laughs> oh, that's so cool. <laughs> I love it. I love it. You don't have a shop or any place that people can go to, do you? Uh, it's actually dannyradical.com. You, it'll take you to everything I do. It's radical with a K. Mm-hmm. And, but it's, uh, you don't have a physical location. No, no, no physical. Okay. Everything okay. Uh, internet. Yeah, because I know last time you didn't, but we haven't spoken for. I think it's is it is it a year now or two years? I forget. Uh, a year, about a year. Okay, yeah, about a year. That so. last year that. Um, I yeah. don't know. You you know me. Hey, lucky I can remember yesterday. This is true. Yes, it is. <laughs> anyway, it's so. Uh, uh, so that's the one thing, and and you do have, you know, uh, how do you come up with the designs for these Ouija boards in in particular? Uh, sometimes it's just on my own, or someone will uh, contact me and say, "Hey, um, 
I'm looking for an HP Lovecraft theme. Can you design something? And, and that tends to point me in the right direction. Mm -hmm. So you would do custom Ouija boards? Oh, I do custom Ouija boards as well. Um, yeah, uh, a lot of that. A lot of the stuff I do is custom. Uh, paranormal groups will contact me and say, hey, we need a team Ouija board. Yeah, I can do that. <laughs> oh, that's neat. Oh, we got to do one, Ann. Yeah, that's very cool. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that would be excellent. Yeah, uh, so, anyways, um, do you have a bestseller that's, that everybody wants? I do. Um, I have uh, one design. I only make a few a year, and the boards are actually uh, coffin-shaped, casket-shaped. So they oh. tend to love that one, and usually it's the serial killer motif. I oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness! I don't know what that means about society, but it's a good seller. <laughs> you know, that's one of the things I was just going to ask you. You know, you, why do we want this macabre thing? What, what what drives us to this macabre stuff? I mean, Ouija boards were, you know, a square board, a rectangle board, and that's what they were. And and now you have like this, and and the designs are getting like really crazy now. Why are we driven to that macabreness? <laughs> That's a good question. I mean, is it just that uh, hidden dark desire that we have? I, I don't. I don't know. It's crazy. Hmm. Is there? So, so I'm just. I'm just trying. Um, so d is there a spot that I can like look at the Ouija boards or like do you have like pictures? Um, uh, yeah. I have like a internet web store where you can check it out. DannyRadical.com. It'll show pictures. Yeah. That's yep. where I'm at right now. I'm just kind of browsing. Or so if I click it'll on be, a picture. Yeah, the Gravediggers Union thing. It'll bring it to the website. Because there's so many different things. I do paranormal investigating, I, all kinds of stuff. So oh, I wasn't I mean, aware that you did investigating as well. Oh, uh, yeah. That's actually how I met my wife. Um, <laughs> she was dead? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're working on that, though. <laughs> 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 no, uh, I met her online, and uh, she had in her little blurb, it said, if you're brave enough, maybe we'll go on a date paranormal investigating. And I had been doing that type of thing for years. So I was like, hey, this is kind of cool. Let's try this. And, uh, yeah. Nice. Oh, That's a sweet story. <laughs> That's very nice. And I found your coffin board series. They are very cool. Oh, thank you. So if Devil Girl Magical monsters and a horse-drawn hearse so yep. cool i love it i love it well christmas is coming right <laughs> is, that hint? is that a shameless hint and mm, yeah right <laughs> i know I, if i if i bring another ouija board in this house i think my husband may divorce me i don't know <laughs> so since you design them i take it you don't believe that and, and since you design pretty Macabre ones, I, I take it you don't believe that uh, Ouija boards are portals to hell or uh, evil? I am skeptical on the whole paranormal field in general. But I, I say skeptical, I use that loosely. I consider myself an objective skeptic. I mean, um, I want to believe, but nothing has ever happened to me to allow me to believe. I'm open-minded. If you say you saw something, you heard something, you felt something... I believe you. I wasn't there. I'm not going to call it a crock or anything like that or, you know, denounce you or whatever. But to me, nothing has ever happened. I've been on countless investigations. I've done, you know, 
made all kinds of boards. My house is actually full. It's like a museum of um, oddities and strange demonic things. I mean, I'm the guy that uh, <laughs> exorcists call to remove things from houses, objects, <laughs> and uh, I put them in my house, and that's where they stay. There you oh, go. Oh, you goodness. know, nothing ever happens, you say. It's pretty weird because you were you're talking. And I, all I could hear was the music to, like, you know, I mean, the, the noise from Psycho. Go, <laughs> it's like, you know, the, you know, that eerie, squeaky high music when people are getting stabbed and stuff. It's like, <laughs> I don't know, Danny. I think something's going on over there. I'm not sure. <laughs> I'm kind of hoping it does because I really want to believe. <laughs> so you let me so yeah i know i mean we have there are all different kinds of ouija boards i mean I, when i always bring out my bobby one and you know they say oh how can this be evil and everything else but you're intentionally making evil looking ouija boards wouldn't that if you believe in the laws of attraction wouldn't that attract more of the negative energy or, or evil of even uh, it depends on how you look at it. I mean, uh, some people are just naturally attracted to the macabre. We were just talking about how people have that attraction. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's it's a piece of wood with a print on it. Um, I consider them to be, if if you believe in them, then they're a tool. I mean, no different than a K2 meter where you're asking questions. I mean, you're still invoking that response. So it's... It, Kind of the same. Uh, yes, it's a little more morbid looking, uh, a lot of the prints and stuff like that, but mm-hmm. that's what the crowd wants. I know, huh? <laughs> you know? That's true. Not the Baptist. No. Right? <laughs> no, I don't think so. I think the Baptist will take a pass on that. <laughs> so what is, um, what, is, what is your group's name? Uh, Mascon Paranormal. Ah, Okay. And uh, how many of them, how many are you? Oh, geez, that's a good question. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Last I knew, I think there was about uh, six to eight. It fluctuates from time to time. And right now with this whole uh, plague pandemic thing, we haven't really done anything in a little while. Uh, (laughs) Not many people have, to be honest with you. (laughs) So you have a a really cool picture, though. So... uh, you, you have a picture of you and your group standing at Spider Gates. Yeah. Uh, oh, don't mention that word. Ah, Ron's favorite cemetery. <laughs> oh, biggest disappointment <laughs> in my life. <laughs> oh, but it's a great picture. I love it. Because uh, mm-hmm. you would recognize, if you've been there, you would recognize those gates anywhere. Uh, um, are you guys from that area or just took the picture there? Uh, we just took a picture there. I mean, some of us are from Worcester. I'm from Thompson, Connecticut, and, you know, mm-hmm. that's the whole math con thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. It's cool. Did you investigate there? Uh, no, we were just doing a photo shoot Why? that day. You're really not to have any kind of investigations in that cemetery, so we kind of respected that. Yeah, don't worry about it. There's nothing there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Biggest so, freaking disappointment of my uh, life. Did I mention that? Yes, I did. <laughs> the backstory, uh, Danny, on this is that um, I I used to camp out in that that Rutland um, area, um, Brookfield, whatever, uh, Central Mass. So I knew exactly where Spider Gates was. I'd been there many times, and so we we were out there uh, filming at the old Rutland prison camp, Ron and. 
I and our friend Leslie. And uh, Ron's like, I want to see Spider-Gate. So I'm like, okay, okay, I know right where it is. I'll take you out. I'll show you. And he was just like, this is it? This is it? <laughs> it has the biggest reputation, and, and yet it was – Oh, what a disappointment. Oh. The only thing we really found was freaking woman garments and points. <laughs> was, oh, God. There was like a, a bra on the side of the road where we parked. And, uh, well, I did make a few quid. Diaper, coming and going. a trail of money. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't okay. know. Oh, it was it awful. Disappointment. Anyway, so, so what's some of the, the coolest places you investigated? Um. Well, we had fun. A um, couple, I think it was in March. We did uh, uh, the Lizzie Borden house. We did a. Oh, yeah. um, we hosted an investigation with uh, Sam Beltrusis, my wife and I, mm-hmm. and uh, that was pretty interesting uh, for the fact that we tried the Estes method with the SB um, seven with uh, blindfold and uh, noise canceling headphones. Oh, and, cool. Yeah, it was really, really weird because as a skeptic. You play it back, and it's like, wow, okay, some of these words, some of these questions line up. And the way it was going, um, the info that we got from it was that possibly it all stems from um, sexual abuse. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's, yep. Kind yeah. of heard that rumor. <laughs> yeah, there's lots of rumors. Mm-hmm. Nobody knows. Yeah. That, that was is, a lot of fun, too. That is a cool experiment, though. Yes, the hey, Estes hey. is is very popular now. It's being used every. If yeah. I said it right, which I probably didn't. <laughs> but uh, what, you know what? Why don't you explain it to our audience for those who haven't heard about it? Okay. Well, basically, you have uh, this little gadget. It's like a little radio called the SB7, and um, it scrolls through the uh, radio waves frequencies uh, really fast. And every once in a while you'll hear like a word or whatnot, or you'll feel, some people say they feel the words or whatnot. So you use that in conjunction with headphones. So those are plugged into the headphones. We use noise canceling headphones. So you can't hear the questions that are being asked to you while you're have the headphones on mm-hmm. as well as blindfolded. So you can't visually see when the questions are being asked and things like that. And you just say what you hear whenever you hear it. Oh, that's cool. The strange thing is uh, that night is a lot of them, matched up they hit and they were like right on the money Mm. and as skeptic i had to step back a little bit and was like wow okay was that coincidence or uh you know did we hit on something Mm. Mm -hmm. it's interesting it's like you said it's becoming pretty popular at the moment right yeah yeah i don't know if i could do it um because as as ron knows those uh Hack shacks, whatever, shack hacks, whatever they are. They make me crazy. Broken radios. The broken radios. I lose my mind trying to listen to those things. I'm like, if you blindfolded me and attached me to them, oh, I don't think so. <laughs> oh, you could ask You could ask the questions, see? I, I'd have to ask the questions. Yeah, there you go. I'd be, I, I, I cannot stand those machines. Yeah. They, I, oh, thank God, someone them. else. <laughs> yeah, oh, that oh, oh, sounds just like it. Does it but, make you absolutely want to lose your mind? That's I just, love it. I love it, gives, it. It gives me anxiety. Oh well. <laughs> anyway, there's there's another experiment which is is kind of fun too, and and that is uh, 
you have somebody in a different location and uh, they they have the uh, recorders and someone in, in wherever location you're doing your investigating and would ask questions and see if they are picked up on the, the other uh, the recorders in, a, in another location as well. So it's kind of a, a blind test as well. But there, there's so many variations that we're all out there trying to find out, uh, you know, what's out there and if there's any validity to anything. So so besides the uh, the Lizzie Borden house, uh, do you have a, a, an experience, well, do you have an experience that, that really, uh, you know, you can tell us about that was notable? Uh, geez, everything that I've been to is, is you know, that's, there's a reason I'm a skeptic. I just haven't really come uh-huh. across it in all these years. Uh, I would say like 95% of all the investigating that we do as a group is, uh, private residences that need help. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, but personally in my life, I did have something last year that, that kind of, it really freaked me out and I ended up breaking down crying hysterically because that oh, kind of really? stuff supposed to happen and I, I to this day I can't wrap my head around it um I was sleeping I had a dream I have a lot of very very uh lucid dreams and uh, in this dream my ex-father-in-law you know he, he came to me in my dream and he's like hey you know all these times that we had it was a lot of fun and it was just my heart man it was my heart I just I can't deal you know I, I'm it was good we had a good run and my son taking it the hardest and I woke up and, you know, we were still on friendly terms for the longest time. And I was thinking to myself, wow, I haven't heard from him in a while. You know, uh, it'd be kind of weird if I heard anything now. And two hours later, I got the post that uh, he had passed away. Oh, my God. And, uh, yeah, he pulled into a restaurant to meet his friend, put the car in park, and his heart gave out. (sighs) Ah. at that very moment, uh, just like it was almost like that scene in Vertigo where everything's just spinning. It was just like, whoa. And wow. I just dropped the floor and I, I couldn't process it because that stuff isn't supposed to happen. That's just mm-hmm. me. That was beyond coincidental. But even now I'm skeptic. I mean, I, I, I called, uh, contacted his sister-in-law and I was like, listen, I got to tell you what happened. And she's like, he came to you because he felt you could handle it. And it was just like, wow. It mm. still blows my mind. Mm-hmm. The, the, nub- yeah. the number one sighting of uh, ghosts or spirits is, is what I call messenger spirits. And that's exactly what you described. It's someone who has just passed. And they come back to let you know that they're okay or just to see how you're doing. And it happens so often by people who don't believe in ghosts, and, but they, they have these experiences. It was amazing. It was amazing. Um, I, I'd say terrifying, but not as in scary, but just, just like uh, uh, core shaking. You know, it was just, mm-hmm. oh, my God. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I understand yeah. that feeling. Definitely. Definitely. Yeah. I still don't know what to make of it. Well, make, make it a message. <laughs> a message from heaven, I guess. I, I don't know. Yeah. yeah. Hey. So has your wife uh, experienced anything? Uh, and do you have, like, arguments about it? No, we don't argue about it at all. She has had many experiences. Uh, uh, she's very, uh, I guess you'd call in tune with that whole um, the paranormal aspect. Uh, she's sensitive uh 
we don't argue about it. She just looks at me and smiles and says, yeah, I know you need more proof. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, I, you know, uh, we, we tend to kind of ground each other, you know, uh, mm-hmm. sometimes she'll hit me and be like, I know, I know we got to go a little further on this. Like, yep. And then sometimes I'll be like, okay, uh, that was weird. I get you. So it's, mm-hmm. it's the whole gang thing. We, it works really well for us. Oh, that's excellent. And, and that's, you know, uh, there's the old thing, opposites attract. So maybe that's your opposite yeah. for the uh, your relationship. So anyway, <laughs> when you uh, do investigating, do you use a lot of equipment or, or do you use like just uh, pieces of equipment or do you use some of the old uh, methods as well? Uh, our group, we have got a lot of all different kinds of equipment from high tech and all that stuff. I personally have this little kit that I bring. It's got a pocket watch. It's got a compass. Um, it's got. Uh, I think this is in there. It's been a while. <laughs> <laughs> pocket watch, a compass. Oh, and I bring a Tesla coil. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, I just figure uh, Tesla coil takes energy and amplifies it and emits it. I mean, you can take a, a, a light bulb and put it near it, not touching it, and it will it'll light up that bulb. Yeah. So it's emitting energy. So. Scientifically, I'm thinking, okay, well, instead of taking the energy out of our batteries for a camera, we're giving you some energy. Here you go. Use it, and let's see something happen, manifest, mm-hmm. or make a message out of this. And uh, so basically, yeah, I have a really small kit that I use, um, mm-hmm. you know, baby powder. Uh, oh, and bells. I use uh, sleigh bells. I put them on doors and windows and right. things like that. I tend to go old school myself. So do you, you don't record anything then? Uh, well, we always have cameras and uh, audio recorders going oh, at all times. Okay. Yeah. Yes, we try to document as much, uh, and we try to do it um, in sequence to where, like, we'll use two cameras. One camera will be digital, and one camera will be analog. So that way, you've got both aspects of the, of the spectrum. Mm-hmm. No, that's a good, good, good idea. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Now. You said you do private investigation. I assume you don't charge your firm, do you? Oh, no. We never charge yeah. anything. Not a dime. Traveling, nothing. Everything is, you know, um, it's free. We, we're just trying to help people. Um, and even as, as skeptically inclined as I am, um, to me, it doesn't matter what I believe in. It's what they believe in and whether or not we can get them to sleep well at night comfortably. Oh, that's a mm-hmm. good philosophy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Actually. Mm-hmm. Yeah, really. There was one investigation that I had gone to, and um, it was really dark. It was really um, depressing, and some strange things were happening. Happening, And um, I work in the mental health field, and uh, a lot of flags went off to me as um, schizophrenic. And so I recommended a couple things, and uh, it turned out that, yeah, this, this individual was schizophrenic and uh, is living a really happy life now now that he got the attention that he needed. Oh, that's pretty cool. Hmm. That's different. And it, it all depends. I mean, like, if if you believe in Catholicism or whatever it is, we'll take that aspect and we'll bring in someone who you're comfortable with. You know, we'll bring, mm-hmm. in, we'll bring in whatever your belief system is, is what will help you. And if right. we can Absolutely. help in that direction, we'll, you know, like I as long as they can sleep well at night, then I'm happy. We're all happy. <laughs> so I, I take it you've never run into a location where you, you've really had problems with with whatever was going on there. 
Um, we had one location that was really sketchy. Um, a lot of, well, one of our team members got scratched. Um, mm. And uh, it was a, a very, very uh, odd EVP that said, get out of, get out of the way. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, it turns out that uh, the person that was living there was trying to get out of his lease um, because he had found out someone had died or was murdered at the kitchen table. Yeah. It was still an open investigation and he had been like the, I want to say like the fourth or fifth tenant in the last six months that moved out because of it. Oh God. Really? Wow. Yeah. The problem was it was more or less attaching to the dogs and the children. And that was, you know, it it was, it felt uncomfortable Mm -hmm. in that. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, they ended up moving and things got better. I, I just, you know, I feel bad for the people that are living there now. God, that's awful. Can you imagine, you know, oh, we're so happy in a new apartment. Oh, by the way, someone died here. <laughs> oh, thanks. Yeah, just because somebody died here. Yeah, haunted, whatever. You know? At your kid, yeah, at the kitchen table, right where you're sitting. Mm-hmm. Whatever. <laughs> it's good. Oh, God. Keeps the seat warm for me. <laughs> Anyways, we got to take a break. We're coming up to the break right now. You're listening to uh, Ghost Chronicles Next Generation with Dan Carrigan and Ron Kolick. And our special guest is Danny Radical. And when we come back, we're going to ask Danny about his uh, museum of oddities and mm-hmm. so forth. So uh, today's show is brought to you by Circles of Wisdom, 386 Merrimack Street in Methuen, Massachusetts, and the Gallant Messier family, La Group on 15 High Street in North Andover, Massachusetts. And next Tuesday, I want to uh, mention that Maureen and I have a uh, class on Beyond the Five Senses, ESP, and uh, you can st- Register for that at Circles of Wisdom. So we'll take a break and we'll be right back after the following messages. Do you have a paranormal event, book, or something else you want people to know about? Then why not advertise it on Ghost Chronicles Radio? With over 150,000 downloads a month, get your message out to an audience that's interested in the subject. We have a plan at a cost that fits your needs. For more information, contact Ron Kolick at anyghostproject at comcast.net or call 978-455-6678. Hello. Hello, can you hear me? My name is Harry Price. I am speaking to you via the medium of the Ghost Box. Many of you will know I carried out the first live radio broadcast from Haunted House way back in 1936 for the BBC. Now, thanks to the wonders of modern technology, I am still able to keep abreast of 21st century ghost hunting by listening to Ghost Chronicles International on Togginet, Parax Radio, The Ghost Channel, and even on something called a podcast. Two splendid chaps host it. One is an American who calls himself New England's own Van Helsing, although I have discovered his real name is Ron Kolek. 
The other is Stephen Parsons, and he's a paranormal scientist. Well, Mustache, I'm required elsewhere on something called a K2. But don't forget, I'll be listening in every Tuesday from 8 o'clock in Great Britain and 3 o'clock on the American Eastern Seaboard. I trust you will join me there. And welcome back to Ghost Chronicles Next Generation with Ron and Ian and our special guest this evening, Danny Radical. That's such Ooh. a cool name. It's like it should be like in the Jetsons. It's, it's not his real name, you know. That. I know. <laughs> I come on, I'm not that blonde. I know it's not no, his real I name. I just think it's cool. That's all. Mm-hmm. Good choice. Hey. <laughs> Anyways, uh Danny has this cool stuff. He collects strange things so that's why originally i wanted them on the international show because uh steve and i are both big collectors of the strange and the macabre and uh but unfortunately we had our good friend the uh ghost hunter general the historian from most haunted on so i asked danny to move to this show so lucky you and you got him All and right. we're about to talk about something that I'm dying to talk about, and that's his Museum of Oddities. There's a full name, but I can never remember it. You know that. So what do you call this museum, Mr. Radical? It is the Museum of Wonders. And Oddities. Wonders and Oddities, exactly. And it's a traveling museum. It is. Yes, yes. Uh, Basically, I do uh, uh, conventions, uh, rock shows, things like that. I'll bring it, set it up, and... uh, it's usually different items each time. Oh, that's kind of cool. So, first of all, why why are you interested in all these weird things? And then how did you start doing it? Well, like most people, it started in my childhood. <laughs> <laughs> well, my father brought me to the county fair um, back in the late 70s. And there was this big, bright tent with all these nice, flashy banners and everything. And the, the, um, the human snake lady and the, <laughs> the girl. And uh, my eyes just, wow, it was amazing. And all my life, it was just like, wow, that's just amazing. And then I realized, hey, you know what? You can collect this stuff. Uh, if you know the right people and make the right connections, and you can collect this stuff. And I was like, wait a minute. Well, if I can collect it, why can't I show it? Okay, <laughs> and uh, yeah, that's basically how it happened. <laughs> so, would you bring it to like somebody's uh, like Halloween party or something? <laughs> oh, here goes in. She's starting to think now. <laughs> I've done that. What I'll do is I pack everything into my hearse, and then I drive the hearse there and set it up. <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> that's so cool. So, you, people can hire you for this then. Uh, yeah, yeah, they can hire me. Um, it, it, usually it's, uh, uh, just everyone's in awe and, uh, right. I, I live for that. <laughs> so where do you get these items that, that you have in this museum? Um, I get them from, uh, retired sideshow, uh, excuse me, sideshow, uh, performers and things like that. Oh. Uh, 
there's also, you know, various clubs where people get together that are collectors and they'll trade and sell <laughs> and back and forth. Yeah, yeah, it's amazing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> See, I wasn't aware of it. Oh, my God. So I'm looking I'm looking at the Museum of Wonders website, which is all it's all at, at DannyRadical.com. OK. And um, it, what was I just looking at? Um, human hairball from a girl's stomach. Oh, that's awesome. Huh? That's nasty. I got one from my cat, but not from a human woman. <laughs> <laughs> so you want to tell us how the hell you got a hairball from a woman's <laughs> stomach? You know, people have medical conditions and weird things happen. And I put ads out on the internet uh, looking for oh, no. kidney stones and gallbladder stones and weird things that happen. Oh. And, uh, you know, <laughs> hey, I, I've got actually, I've got a human tail. Every once in a while, someone oh, is born. It's true. This is a true story. It, it's completely true. And um, there was this guy, uh, this German guy, and his fiance would not marry him until he had it snipped. And he was madly in love. He, you know, would do anything for her. And, but he couldn't afford the surgery. So I was like, here's the deal. Because I put these ads out all over the internet and things like that. I will help pay for the surgery, but I want the tail. Oh! <laughs> so, ah! I, I honestly think that's the only legal way you can buy a piece of tail. <laughs> <laughs> Never used that joke before, have you? Oh, my God. <laughs> every time. Every time. <laughs> oh, my God. That's gross. <laughs> and if you were born with a tail, why in God's name would somebody not have it removed when you were an infant? <laughs> Here's my baby. Here's his tail. Stop it. <laughs> Just stop. <laughs> That's terrible. Lovely oh. red eyes you have there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. And so you put out these ads and people call you up and say, yeah, here's what I got. Yeah, this is what I got. Um, um, how, how could you help in some way? Mm. Yeah. So sometimes you have... You got lots of body parts, is that what you're telling us? Uh, I've got pieces and parts. Yeah, there's a couple here and there. <laughs> oh, God. I should have sold my finger. Floating, yeah, right. Floating around in big jars full of formaldehyde. Oh. I would have totally purchased it. <laughs> <laughs> Tell us about, I need to know about Satan's kitty. Yeah, but before that, you got to realize that, you know, there are museums that actually carry some of these things, reputable museums, including uh, Hitler's private parts is here in the United States. Oh, no. You know that? Uh, You can see Hitler's. I don't don't even know. (laughs) In Philadelphia. No. You want to know? No. Yeah, they have the uh, the Muda Museum. It was an amazing anatomical anomaly museum. It's incredible. Oh, God. No. All right, Satan's kitten. You'd have to get me really drunk to go to that museum. Sorry. Oh, that'd be like any day. Ah, oh, you're funny. <laughs> you're funny. Uh, well, uh, Satan's kitty. Yes. Satan's, it's a wooden plaque that I have. Um, this guy was attacked by a cat, and uh, I mean, like brutally attacked, and uh, he, he was lying in a ditch, dying, and uh, <laughs> yeah, oh, my cat. This black cat, and. Um, how big it, was this freaking cat? 
that's what I'm saying. Was it a bobcat or whatever? I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Go ahead. It was, it was a cat, and uh, he he. From what I understand, he was drunk at the time, and uh, <laughs> ended up in the ditch for like a day or so, or whatnot, and um, didn't have the money to go to the doctor and everything, and things ended up gangrenous, and he lost his uh, lost his arms. Oh. This piece was chiseled. He chiseled a piece of the cat that attacked him with his mouth. Ah! Ah, ah. Okay. <laughs> All right. Hey, if that's not bad enough, I've got a nice little teddy bear that's made out of belly button link. <laughs> that one I see. Gross, that's gross. understandable. Gross, 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 gross. Uh, why waste good belly button link? You know, might as well put it to use. Oh, that's the way I look at it. God. Oh. <coughs> what you don't agree? Uh, no, all my candles are made from earwax. Oh, stop it! Just <laughs> anyway. So well. I, this amazing stuff that you have in there. Do you have one piece that's absolutely your favorite? Oh wow. Um, well, that depends. There's, there's two different aspects. I, I also I do the. The showman stuff, which is the the uh, the oohs and ahs type thing, and I also collect the um, uh, historical stuff. So as right. far as the the oohs and ahs um, spectrum, I would have to say I've got the uh, human brain of a uh, um, mentally disturbed child. Uh, to me, that's uh, just uh, work in healthcare and uh, in mental health, and it's just it's just amazing to look at. Now, on the other aspect, uh, the history part of Sideshow and oddities and things like that, I have um, one of the original wooden um, advertisement pieces for Slutsy, uh, the pinhead. Really? Really? Yeah. Yes. I uh, it was, obtained it from uh, Ward Hall, who's the, the big daddy of uh, Sideshow. Oh. Hmm. I should say was. He passed away not too long ago. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, so between those two, uh, you know, yeah. For me, that's right, yeah. Do you, do you have any haunted items in, in your museum? Uh, tons, a lot, many, well, many. Give us a couple of examples. Okay, um, well, I got a call from an exorcist in East Providence one time uh, in, in that area. Mm-hmm. And uh, a piece in the house that he said was the problem, so I went there. And it's the cutest little chair you've ever seen. It's, it's uh, <laughs> a bunny rabbit chair that's hand-painted. It's got her name on it. It says Julia. Um, it actually, uh, the little girl choked to death while she was having her tea party. Oh. Uh, the family that lived there, they left everything when they moved because they just couldn't deal with it. And strange things started happening to the new inhabitants that lived there. And uh, once the chair was removed... Um, yeah, everything was fine, and it's actually right now. Hmm. Yeah. Um, That's tragic. Uh. Wow. It's just it's been a while. Yeah, that's okay. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I, of course, I have, I have the uh, haunted iguana, Mary Iguana. Mary Iguana. <laughs> <laughs> that uh, that uh, Keith Johnson gave us uh, that was from one of the houses that he did, and uh, um, he presented it to me. Uh, good old Mary Guana. Yeah. <laughs> and 
when we did Spirit Quest, what was it, two years ago, three years ago? Uh, yeah. I think it was three years ago. Three years ago, we, we actually, uh, one of the uh, experiments that we did is uh, we were in a dark room, and we had just a candle, and we had people stare at Mary Guana wow. and see what happened. It was yeah. it different. Yeah. yeah, it was different. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Some people, some people got nothing. Some people actually yeah. saw it move and stuff. So it's who knows, whatever. I get nothing. I get. Uh, nothing. I got if you nothing. stare yeah, at something long enough, it's gonna move. I'm sorry. Yeah, 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 yeah. It You're is just what it skeptical. is. Yeah, skeptical. Yeah. That's all. Yes, I am. Yeah, that's so. all. Bummer. <laughs> that's me, the old party pooper. Mm-hmm. So you have any? Uh, I know with this virus thing, it's it's not uh, uh, conjunction to. Uh, but do you have anything planned for the fall or anything coming up? Uh, yeah, we've got a couple paranormal conventions that we're doing. Uh, we're hoping to start filming soon. Um, uh, we've got a couple shows that we're we're producing on our own. Oh, tell us about those before we go on then. Okay, yeah. Uh, my wife and I are working on this project called Creepy Chronicles. Um, it's basically uh, a newer adaptation of the old um, Leonard Nimoy in search of. Oh yeah. Oh. Mm-hmm. Love that show. And, and just, we go to like weird places and strange things. And uh, we were just at this place called gravity Hill uh, a couple days ago. Uh, we decided to start filming again mm-hmm. and uh, kind of place where, you know, it looks like it's uphill and you put it, the car in neutral and it rolls up it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And we, we do all that kind of crazy stuff. And, uh, the other project is uh, it's called What Is It Haunted? Uh, basically, how this works is we bring in a paranormal team, mm-hmm. and uh, you know it could be any paranormal team or guests or whatnot to a place that is known or said to be known to have a tragic past or haunting. And um, so we let them do their investigation. We film it. We interact with them. We help out with the investigation, and uh, we get their opinion at the end. Go through all the evidence with them and everything and uh we don't decide whether or not it's haunted we let the audience decide interactively via, via twitter and uh facebook oh that's cool that's yeah. a cool idea yeah right. sort of like the old most haunted live shows yeah so it's like you know uh wh- why us tell you whether or not it's haunted well what did you see what did you feel what did what did we miss hmm. you know, it, it's great because it spurs a lot of uh, uh conversations we actually did it in a live venue um, yeah, right before this whole COVID thing happened, mm-hmm. uh, we went to, uh, we filmed an episode and we filmed it at a movie theater pub, a pub style movie theater. And, um, mm-hmm. that's where we held the premiere event and everyone that was there didn't know that they were in the building that was filmed at. <laughs> so once it started going they were like, Whoa, this is, wait a minute. That's over there. So, <laughs> It was really great. They were loving it. Some people were terrified. But, it was, I mean, we talked about the episode with them. It was interactive for a good two and a half hours. Mm-hmm. Uh, wow. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. And hopefully we can carry that on and, and continue. I mean, there's so many places that we could do this at. Yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah, that's absolutely. A very creative idea. Mm-hmm. Uh, where was the movie theater? Can you tell us? It was in Webster, Massachusetts. Webster? Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah, it's a movie theater called Kretschmann's. Mm-hmm. Okay. Huh. Cool. I don't think I've ever been to Webster, but I'll have to check it out. It's you right have... on the Go ahead. 
It's right what? Right on the Connecticut border. Oh. Ah, okay. That's probably why. You a really, I love the picture that you have on the But Is It Haunted uh, uh, website. What is that building? It looks so familiar to me. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, I believe that was, I believe I took that at West Borough State. Okay. Right. Uh, I off, uh, but I, I think that's where that one was taken. Oh, it's really cool. I love it. Mm-hmm. And you can see all this stuff at uh, Danny's website, which is somebody. .com. Danny Radical with a K dot yep. com. Right. And uh, he, he, it's connected to all the museum and everything else. So you were just before uh, I, I got diverted, as I usually do, uh, you were about to tell us about some of the things that you have coming up for this fall. Uh, yeah, we've got a, a few paranormal conventions, and uh, I think there's uh, one in Maine. I'm horrible with dates and things like that. So. Oh, good job. <laughs> you like that's me. My, that's, you know, she, she keeps me, uh, she points me in the right direction, and I just go. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Uh, doing the uh, Plymouth Con coming up uh, mm-hmm. in Massachusetts, obviously. Um, uh, a lot of them have been canceled, unfortunately. So, yeah. That's, yeah. But, you know, to be safe. Yeah, hopefully things will be settled down by then. I hope so. I hope so. Mm. Oh, I hope so, too. (laughs) 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 We all need to be by this by September 18th, let's just say. Uh, So my daughter's getting married. So. Oh, wow. Congratulations. Thanks. We need to get rid of all this stuff well before then. That's all I'm going to say. There you go. (laughs) Anyways, uh, Danny, if you had if you had a bucket list of places to investigate, if you could investigate anywhere in the world, no amount of uh, no problem with money getting there, doing you know access or anything, if you could just pick out three of your top places, what would they be? Oh, you're killing me! Wow. <laughs> Anywhere in the world, not Put the you United on States. The spot. <laughs> definitely, I would definitely go to Peru. Um, I need to see the Nazca lines and Machu Picchu and do some investigating there. Um, cool. That's a definite. Um, wow. It's a crystal skull. That's a good question. <laughs> uh, I've never been to the Winchester House. I'd love to go there. Oh, that, that's would be cool. that would be that cool. Would be- that's a great choice. I would, yeah. Jeez. Um, Anywhere in the world, Danny. <laughs> Takes the Winchester house. <laughs> I, uh, I think it's a good choice. <laughs> I don't know. That's just amazing. Jeez. Uh, I, I would. Nothing in the UK, huh? Oh, man. It, it's, it, there's definitely stuff, but it's like. Nothing in Europe. How do you pick three? <laughs> You know? <laughs> you pick three. Uh, wow. That's all right. I won't. I won't push you for the third one then. Uh, but anyway, yeah, that's the the interesting thing. I always uh, enjoyed uh, Josh Gates' show, and when he used to go anywhere and investigate anything, I, that, that would to me would be the ideal thing. Wouldn't it? Wouldn't it be to you? That'd be a dream job. Oh, yeah. that wouldn't even be a job. That's passion. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. oh. Yeah, absolutely. So, um 
have you done what's your thoughts on cemeteries are cemeteries haunted or, or is it just something that we uh uh kind of put in our own minds uh well my opinion i, I find them very peaceful very tranquil i mean uh People back in the day, when they first started using public cemeteries and saying that, they used to use them to hold picnics. Mm-hmm. I mean, you would go there, you would bring your family, you you know, you'd visit a relative that was there, you pack a picnic lunch, the kids would play. I mean, cemeteries, yeah. Yeah. So uh, sometimes some of the things are creepy. Some of the you know the the old stones and things like that, they weren't meant to be. But um, you know, times change, people change. People see things differently. I mean, every time when I need to decompress, I go to a cemetery. Okay. You know, so, sometimes <laughs> stress much, and uh, I'll just go to a cemetery and I'll just just lay in the cemetery, sit in the cemetery, and just listen to the breeze. And for some reason, it's always quiet. It's always tranquil. It's always just comfortable for me. It's dead. I would agree with that. All those sentiments. <laughs> really one of my favorite places to be is a cemetery that's right any day <laughs> those who don't know ann is a taffophile and you can see ann's trips to cemeteries where can they see those ann on facebook at cemetery tripping nice. all my cemetery pictures mm-hmm if you want to learn weird things about cemeteries or strange stuff, you can go to Grave Intentions on Facebook, which is my page. Oh, yeah. Which has been quiet for a while. It has been quiet for a long time. I don't think there's anything going on there lately. <laughs> never, you know, well, definitely not since the virus started. I haven't been on Facebook very much. Mm-hmm. So... All right, so moving on uh, as we are heading out towards the end of the, the show, Danny, is um, you talked about investigating. You talked about your chronicles. You, you talked about your cool um, Ouija boards that uh, you, you can get uh, custom-made or and also ones that you sell. But we didn't talk about probably the most hot item you have, and that is the uh, radical red devil sauces. Where the hell did you come up with that? <laughs> well, once again, it was uh, out of necessity, personally. I was just like, you know, coffee uh, sauce that I like uh, that would just fit the bill for me. And uh, so I was like, well, why can't I make one? So mm-hmm. trial and error, I made one. It's actually a barbecue and dipping sauce. comes in, you know, the regular spicy and the Hades, which is crazy spicy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we've, we've since moved on and we're also doing blended peanut butters now where uh, <laughs> that's yeah, I know, I, as if i didn't have enough to do uh, <laughs> we actually take whole peanuts all natural peanuts and we grind them into a butter mm-hmm. and then we blend we've got taco peanut butter we've got pickle peanut butter <laughs> pickle peanut butter pickle taco peanut butter. Butter. we've got um Caramel peanut butter. Um, oh, that oh, would be good. We've got the Elvis, which is uh, bacon and banana. Who, who could pass that up? <laughs> right. <laughs> working on blending a whiskey peanut butter. Uh, oh, my husband like that. Yeah. Do you have a name for this line of peanut butter uh, paraphernalia? <laughs> Radical Red Devil. 
And oh, red radical red Daryl peanut butter as well. Now, can people buy this, or is it just for your own edification? Yes, oh, it's definitely available. Uh, I ship anywhere in the world. Um, it'll be I'm still working on the old shopping cart thing on the website, uh, but yeah, uh, we bring them to conventions and things like that. Uh, we always warn people if you have allergies, you know. Oh yeah. yeah. Don't. Yeah. This peanut butter may contain peanuts. Yeah. Surprisingly. <laughs> Surprisingly, yeah. Who would have guessed? Who would have known? <laughs> oh, that's amazing. I don't know where you're going, Danny, but you certainly uh, have an interesting trip so far. <laughs> I don't know what tomorrow's going to bring either, so who knows? <laughs> and, uh, so, uh, anyways, uh, anything else you'd like to add before we uh, say goodnight to you? Uh, no, you know, thanks for having me on. Um, this has been really great. Um, I love what you guys do. Oh, oh, thanks. thanks. We like what you do, too. <laughs> yeah. All kinds of cool things. Very nice. We'll have to talk to him about a, a, a Ouija board for uh, the show. Yeah. Yeah. That would be neat. Anyways. And, uh, you know, you might be a good guest for the TV version, too, which is because you could bring some of that weird stuff with them. <laughs> uh, what do you think? Yeah, that would be great. That would be freaky. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Dan, thank you so much for being on the show today. Hey, thank you very much for having me. Yep. Have a good awesome. night. All you right. Too. Talk to you soon. And there is the bell. Yep, time to wrap it up. So anyways, today's show is brought to you by Circles of Wisdom, 386 Merrimack Street in Methuen, Massachusetts, and the Glant Messier Family Law Group. And and, uh, you haven't been doing any face painting lately, huh? Uh, No, sir. Not, no. Uh, Mm -mm. no. Face painting is on hold. Um, I'll see you all next year because... I just, uh, I'm not comfortable Yeah. with that. It's too close. It's too yep. close. And uh, I don't want any kids to, to you know, right. it's just too close. So uh, it's for all our safety. And uh, we'll see you next next summer. <laughs> or maybe after Christmas. Maybe after there Christmas. There you go. Yeah. yeah, there you go. So anyways, uh you won't be with us next week, you take so that I will miss you. But uh, uh, you we will? will have a show. Wow! So tune in, and uh, I also wanted to mention once again that we have our a uh, uh, special class, our uh, video class through Circles of Wisdom, uh, Maureen Wood and myself on uh, Beyond the Five Senses ESP, and that is is uh, next Tuesday. Uh, from 7 to 9, if you go to the Circles of Wisdom website, circlesofwisdom.com, uh, you uh, can uh, you can uh, register there. Anyway. Yep. So, completely derailed. <laughs> yeah, there was a little pop-up thing. You know me. Squirrel! <laughs> Squirrel! <laughs> but anyway. All right. So uh, we want everybody to stay safe and behave themselves if the best they can. Yeah, but if you do need a divorce lawyer, don't forget. Uh, Glant Messier, uh, 386. <laughs> no, Glant Messier, 15 High Street, North Andover, Massachusetts. They'll take care of you really well. Okay. So, Till next time, good night and God bless. Good night, everybody. Thanks for listening.
From ghoulies to ghosties, long-leggedy beasties, and things that go bump in the night. Deliver us, good Lord.